0: Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Inside Delirium Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Harrington. Uh, Today's date, April 11th, 2020. Uh, Episode number seven. Today we have a special guest, Mr. Mike Hendricks. Uh, Mike Hendricks has been pretty intrigued with the space exploration industry. Um, More specifically, uh, SpaceX. Uh, We're going to dive into that here in a bit, but first let's let's bring Mike on and kind of give him an introduction and Go over some current events regarding COVID-19. Mike, how's it going, bud?
1: Uh, Doing well. How are you doing? Good, sir.
0: Oh, not too bad. Another day off, dude. Fucking, what is it? My 27th day off from work?
1: (laughs) I know you're going for a record. I know that. Shit. Uh,
0: No, I'm just trying trying to avoid the madness, dude. Fucking people are insane out there. I'm trying not to be outside and, you know, do much shopping and shit, but. You know, sometimes yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to I avoid.
1: Have, with my daughter, I have to go to the store once a week and make sure that we're stocked up on essential stuff. And uh, so it's one of those where, for me, yeah, I have to go once a week and uh, try not to take my daughter, but it's unavoidable sometimes.
0: Yeah. You know, that's how it goes. You got to just kind of adapt to it. And um, No, I actually went shopping for food today the first time in, I uh, would say, about three weeks, too. And it actually wasn't that that bad um you know i tried to avoid the uh the big chains fucking walmart target fred meyer and all that uh i just went to some local grocery stores but um it wasn't too bad you know people there are some people that are you know kind of handling things a little bit better than some but um i don't know you still see people kind of paranoid and freaked out and yeah i just try and avoid it
1: yeah i i uh i noticed that though but it, one of those things where um where I'm living now in Spokane, I have a courtyard out my back door. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's a few ladies that live out there, you know, and their houses are out there and kind of like a multi-house duplex time right. thing where everybody's got their houses. But the uh, the thing is, is that, uh, you know, we sit out there and BS and, and it's normal. It's like it's a it's a good thing it feels normal we're ultimately separated you know the 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 separation deal and uh we're we're you know more than six feet apart all all three ladies like when i was standing out here talking today and it was just so uh good to be able to talk to a a person normally but when i go to the store everybody's all weird yeah you know what i'm saying they're all freaked out for some weird reason well it seems like like
0: they're on fucking
1: edge man and it, it is, it is yeah. exactly right. And I, you know, uh, I feel like everybody's looking at me weird cause I'm not wearing a mask or something.
0: Yeah. That like, was my biggest thing. Yeah. It's like, you know, you got, there's a lot more people wearing masks and stuff.
1: And if you're not one of them, they, you know,
0: they, they start to look at you a little bit weird.
1: Well, you know, I, I'm one of those people where I haven't gone out of my house since they recommended, you know, the, the masks deal. Yeah. And I, I was, uh, you know, I've been in my house for a week, you know, and they said middle to the week. You we probably ought to wear a mask outside. Well, you know, I haven't been outside yet, so and, and everybody looks at me weird. And it's it's one of those things where, uh you know, I'm not sure if this uh, this country is going to be, it's going to change a lot after all of this, is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. It's going to change massively uh in the fact of, Um, There's some people saying that we might not shake hands anymore or uh, the fact that like crowded baseball games might not happen anymore.
0: Yeah. And who was I listening to is I think I stumbled upon a a article and they were talking about, you know, introducing new ways like the handshaking thing like that's going to be like an obsolete thing, you know, and um, it's it's what's so fucking weird about this is it wasn't expected, man. It's like. Just fucking out of nowhere, totally different outlook on life. And, um, you know, some good things might come out of it. I mean, we're going to start to be, I guess, maybe a little bit more healthier. I don't know. But something good has to come out of it. Um, I don't know. It just it does fucking suck. The uh, my things I like to be in the mountains dude. I like to fish and all that. And um, yeah, that's the yeah, shitty I mean- part.
1: You know, and the, I don't. I don't honestly don't know why they're cutting off people from going into the mountains and fishing and hunting and stuff because it's like usually you're out there by yourself. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's like, um, it's one of those where uh, I was talking with a a lady who was a United States Marine, and she was born like in 1941, 80 years old or almost 80 years old, mm-hmm. and. She's like. She goes, yep. Yeah, this kind of thing happens about once every hundred years, and she was quite actually calm about it, even though she's diabetic and highly susceptible. Right. You know. But you know, I guess that was
0: kinda, I was kind of I was kind of thinking about that too. Like, it seemed like I don't know. I'm. You're in your early thirties. I'm in my early thirties. Um, I don't know. It kind of seems we haven't faced anything so dramatic, as to like a, a world war or Vietnam or a um a spanish flu um right you know right. so i kind of felt like we were somewhat due for it um and uh yeah it's here now we're uh, we're fucking living it um, oh
1: exactly exactly um yeah it's it's kind of one of those things where society tends to suffer through comfort you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If, if society doesn't know adversities, I mean, real, real, real problems, right. You know, then, then they tend to get lax and they tend to get weak. Yeah. And society won't want to survive. You know, they just, they
0: just don't want to. It's a great wake up call for something. I mean, exactly. For me, like, it's like taking things for granted. Like, I can't tell you how awesome to be at to be at a fucking bar right now. Saturday night, dude. Um, Can't do that. You know?
1: No. Exactly. Uh I've heard that uh alcohol sales in around the world has skyrocketed. Yeah. I mean, absolutely gone nuts. And you know, once my daughter goes to bed, uh I know that she's gonna sleep through the night and that's her habit. She she ninety-nine point nine percent of the time will sleep from eight eight PM She'll go to bed. And she'll she'll fall asleep anywhere from eight thirty till nine thirty. Right. And and she'll sleep until morning. And it's gonna be an early morning for me. And that's the way it is every day. But yeah, um, I know that once she passes out, I I'm able to to drink some beers and right and kick back on on the internet. And you know what I've been doing in my spare time, wholeheartedly is been watching old baseball games, old like they're on YouTube. You can watch them. And it's absolutely great. The major league baseball channel, they've been, uh, uh, live streaming baseball games. And, uh, it's one of those where, uh, that's kind of where I find my solace because it's springtime. It's, it's kind of, we're all stuck inside, no real baseball games going on. And and springtime says to me, you're going to have a beer in the evening and watch a baseball game. Oh, for sure. So yeah. it kind of brings me back to home, you know, it brings it back to a little bit more normal. I think, just... kinda, I think it's kind of, I think
0: it's kind of cool to do that. Cause it's, it's, you know, you're still, I mean, technology is awesome. Do we have that capability and, uh, you know, watching reruns and stuff, even if you had to like, kind of fake it, you know, like,
1: you know but it's yeah, like it's, it's it's faking it to an extent but it's 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 still a game i've never seen yeah absolutely so you don't know what's gonna happen it's more like a movie than a live baseball game but yeah ultimately, you know yeah right still for definitely. sure it's still faking it a little bit i agree
0: i tell you what i've been doing um i've been kind of jumping on soundcloud a bit you know because i because i got my uh podcast going and whatnot uh oh, yeah. so, so i've been checking out some uh soundcloud and stuff and uh, I've been kind of into some like new music, you know, just kind of something new. Um, been kind of into this like electronic EDM, some dubstep uh, kind of sound. Uh, I stumbled upon this one, uh, Detested Corn. Oh yeah! Uh, awesome shit, dude. Uh, yeah, fucking headbangers, badass track, uh, end game. Um, but what really got me is like, for me, I love when an artist is kind of diverse with their sound, their material. You know they could yeah. have like a, like a full album, and it doesn't exactly sound the same. You know, all the songs are different and stuff, and uh, that's kind of what really caught me.
1: I agree, I agree. Uh, you know, I I write EDM and I write rock music, as you know. We played in the band together many years. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, no, exactly. I'm I'm all about the diverse music. So
0: yeah, you know that's that's kind of what caught me. I didn't really understand that really when I was younger, um, but you know, as as you go and appreciate an actual full album. Or, or, just a collection of songs from one artist, and it's not, it's not exactly the same. Every song is different, um, and I think that's kind of key in in any kind of genre, you know. Just change it up a little bit, um, just kind of evolve into your own sound, you know.
1: Yes, I agree, uh, you know, and and that's part of it. I I, I love music musicians that can uh, play multiple instruments and kind of get their. Uh, feeling out of it i think john lennon said you know i'm a i'm an artist you give me a fucking tuba and i'll get something out of it i think that's yeah really cool.
0: yeah for but sure yeah i
1: mean straight up uh that that's where it's at for me um no that's you know i've i'm a jack of all trades and i'm not very good at everything but i i can make something happen you know
0: well i think that's kind of what's what's good about you know just being an all-around musician you like uh like, I remember because I started off a of bass, you know, that and like started jumping on like acoustic guitar and, um, you know, obviously it wasn't that good, but I was still kind of understanding how it works and whatever you create, even if it sounds uh, somewhat amateur, it's kind of a new sound, you know, and oh, exactly, so you kind of kind of have to evolve in that. Uh, but let's see, I kind of want to get a hold of him, kind of get him on a podcast. He's got this um, hashtag unknown, but greats. Um Deal. That's kind of what what kind of caught my eye. I'm gonna try and get him on the podcast and just kind of shoot the shit for a little bit and um, see what this guy's all about. But yeah, detested corn. Uh, I've been blowing up his SoundCloud and stuff. Um, all right. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna put great. a link in this st- the description. You guys uh, check out his SoundCloud and stuff. All right. But yeah, I've been thinking about creating some music too. Um, it's fucking hard these days, man. Fucking. You got so many elements. You got to kind of uh, be a part of. You got to have. Jam space, you gotta have musicians, uh, gotta have the fucking time, for one.
1: Schedules, yeah, exactly. Schedules is the hardest part. Yeah. Just trying to get everybody on the the same page at the same time, and...
0: Yeah, Yeah, that's how it goes. Um, well, let's see, let's kind of go into the, uh, COVID bullshit here. Let's kind of see what's going on in the, in the news here, as far as new shit. Um... In my last episode, I kind of went over uh some numbers as far as the uh, confirmed cases and stuff. I haven't really checked out till now um, let's see. I think this is, was updated at twelve o'clock today. Um, oh by the way, I've been uh really using this uh this awesome app smart news uh, yeah oh it's it's fucking awesome dude. It has all kinds of articles and stuff you uh and you can kind of have your own feed how you want it like if you just want to have just politics. Um, you can have it, but anyways, I've been kind of checking that out, kind of okay. been my source. Um, let's see, this is globally, um, globally 1,771,514 confirmed cases, uh, deaths were at 108,000. Um, like I said before, man, one thing I like to look at more is the recoveries, just kind of like a boost of morale, you know, just seeing that number go up.
1: Oh, exactly, exactly.
0: Let's see, in the recoveries as of today, uh, 402,110. And I think these numbers are projected or uh, kind of collected over uh, since January 22nd. Right. Um, I don't like know.
1: Said, it's, it's one of those things where um, they've been saying that, uh, and like I say, this is my opinion. I'm not a doctor mm-hmm. or anything, but for me, it, it stands for. Um, they say that this has been around a long time before even this whole pandemic. That's what I've been hearing. And that some people might have gotten it before and had natural antibodies to it.
0: Well, you got sick earlier. I remember you telling me about that. When was that? Back in uh, late, late February?
1: The late February, early March. Or, or, yeah, March, I think. Early March.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, got I got sick and, uh, it was like the worst flu I ever had. Uh, my daughter got sick and she was just kind of like a drone for a couple of days. We were just pretty much forcing her to try and drink some water and, and we were making sure, uh, we had enough medicine in her to not have a, uh, uh, with her fever to keep her fever down. But, um, right. Yeah, it was, it was an incredibly bad flu, but. Ultimately, you know, she tested positive for the flu, so that's what we thought it was. Yeah, and, but we we you know we we've never been you know tested for yeah you know the coronavirus or whatever. So
0: yeah, no, they're saying this because shit goes back all the way to late November. You know, it's um no, it's it's uh it's possible. I think it is.
1: Oh yeah. Yep.
0: You know, we just, we just, we just don't know. I mean, like, it's just so kind of scrambled since the fucking beginning. Um, and it's still kind of a mess, but, you know, at least we know what the hell it is. But, yeah, even back then was, you know, it was, I think it was just a fucking bad cold, you know. And, but, um, so, but that, I was thinking about that, like, why is that important? And I was thinking it's important because, you know, maybe there's some things that weren't being told the truth kind of shit. You know, maybe they're hiding something, I don't know, but. You know, those little details are fucking important, you know, and... Oh, exactly. You know, we can't avoid those.
1: Yep. It's one of those things where... Have you heard this thing that uh, they're talking about um, maybe having, like, uh, immunity cards? Dude, I heard about that. Yeah. Where they can say whether you've been immunized, uh, you've got, uh, you know... uh, uh, vaccine you your or and... you've you've had it before and you've you've created your own antibodies right um but they're like talking about giving you some papers all over that now i just i think that's crazy that's fucking nuts but I, I absolutely think that's crazy man um you know are you gonna do the same for the flu because you know a lot of people die from the flu every year you know you yeah. don't realize that in this country a lot of people die from the flu every year
0: right you know yeah Nuts. No, it's almost crazy to think that, man. That's I mean, that's kind of. It would make sense. It's fucked up. It's like World War Two shit, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, this reminds me of the the fucking armbands, dude, in fucking Germany. Oh, exactly. You know,
1: exactly right. Fuck.
0: Now I don't know, man. Sure. It could get. It could come down to that, and um. Yeah, we just don't fucking know. Um, like I said in my last episode, I think this week is this week and next week is kind of trivial. I think more so for uh, a boost of morale, at least, because we're gonna exactly. be get, getting those checks, you know, and, um... well, the fucking checks, is it the Heroes Act?
1: Uh, the CARES Act.
0: Well, no, oh, so we got the CARES Act, and that is the uh, the stimulus plus the unemployment. Um, but what's this shit about the, uh, with the essentials, and them giving them a little bit of boost?
1: Uh, you know, I, I, I have heard some rumors about it. What I've heard is that they're talking about giving uh essential workers that have worked the entire time through the coronavirus like a thirteen dollar an hour thirteen and a half dollar or something shit like that, uh, raise until the end of the year or until it's like twenty five grand.
0: Right, that's what it
1: was. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So like I say, it's awesome. a little funky. Yeah. Where's all this money coming from, dude? Fuck. Oh, uh, they're printing it. They're just printing it. Um and as far as it goes, you know, uh I'm not I'm not you know, I know you're not p- political on your deal, but it's one of those things where uh you know, where this originated. Yeah. It, you know, is is it was kind of covered up apparently, you know. So, yeah,
0: no I've been I've been actually kind of paying more attention to that cuz I don't know they 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 do make some uh, some good arguments about that.
1: It's and you know and, and that's both sides of the US government. Yeah. And, you know, both parties that are saying that it, it was pretty much covered up in the beginning and could have been uh, you know, like 90% halted if they had just actually been truthful about it. Right. So I mean, like we would not have any problem here ever, you know, if they were just truthful where it where it started and stuff when that whatnot, you know. And that's anywhere that a pandemic starts, you know? Yeah. It's not just, you know, uh uh like Asian countries or whatnot. It's it's ultimately where uh anywhere that a pandemic starts needs to be actually taken serious after this. And and I believe it will. Yeah.
0: Uh, you've been hearing some of this uh, shit about the uh, World Health Organization kind of, um, kind of letting China kiss their ass.
1: Well, I think you know it's one of those things where um, there's been quite a bit of criticism. Criticism. Uh, they've been criticized pretty pretty well. On uh, sorry, I've been. Uh, oh, that's all good. Here. Uh, they've been criticized a lot this last week over um, a couple interviews that. Uh, World Health Organization officials have made and over uh, the fact that early on they said, you know, China said that the uh, it was not communicable between human to humans. Right. And that was wrong. And the World Health Organization, you know, puppeted that type of narrative or whatever. Right. And yeah. so it's one of those for me. Um, you know, uh, I think that uh, that Americans need to place more uh, faith in our homegrown institutions, such as the CDC. Yeah. And when they say something like there's a pandemic starting somewhere around the world, that, you know, we sh- we should pay heed a little bit more to what they're saying, you know?
0: Well, I think this is going to help for sure. Fuck. I mean...
1: Well, like I say, uh, California has already uh, extended out their uh, quarantine till May 15th.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, that's. Yep. I think I was reading something about
1: that. Um, so at that point, yeah. that's, that's extended. Um, obviously, we're going to get more of Kevin Smith live streams, which I love. And now, yeah. okay, here you go. Current event right here, buddy. Uh, current event would happen to be, on April 20th, 2020, Kevin Smith is going to do a watch along of Mall Rats on his YouTube channel. Okay. So he's going to live stream and he's going to say, okay, queue up your DVDs. Everybody's going to queue up their DVDs separately and be able to watch Mall Rats with Kevin Smith.
0: Dude, that's fucking awesome.
1: It's amazing. Dude, I cannot wait for this. My birthday is the day before, and this will be totally my birthday present. Yeah, that's watching. right. Your birthday's coming up. Fucking Kevin Smith. I'm on the 19th. Yeah, that's so right. So the day after, we're going to watch this watch-along, and I'm going to love that shit. I'm Dude. not going to lie. Yeah.
0: I mean, fucking at least we have those kinds of options, you know? I mean, you know, the whole live stream and stuff. I mean, fuck. If we didn't have that, man, this would fucking suck. Agreed. The technology Agreed. we have right now. Shit. Um. No, those little things, man, really get us through fucking... It's the little things, you know? Um, I'm kind of at that point now where, you know, like being at work and, and doing all that seems kind of foreign, you know? Um, oh, exactly, exactly. Just kind of, just kind of adapting. Um, but no, I, 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 I... You know, you hear the governor saying, you know, fucking May 4th, this and that. that ain't, that's not the last of it, dude. That's going to be extended. The next one's going to be extended. That's how it goes, man. I mean, we're in this for a while.
1: Yeah, we we don't know. It's ultimately it could be that way, or you know, um, they say that Washington State's doing pretty well above the other states for their curve, our curve, you know, Washington
0: State. They did send so, they did set back one of those uh, makeshift hospitals, which is, I guess, a good sign. Um,
1: it, it is exactly a good sign. Yeah. Um, so at that point, you know, if we can uh, if we can get past this a little bit and You know, ultimately, if the economy opens up, but everybody maintains social distancing within the economy, no problem. Right. I mean, everybody don't have to get ultimately all together. I mean, baseball games are going to be weird. Football games and basketball games, they're going to be weird. You know, sit in the seat apart from your, you know, next fan. But that's, you know, ultimately, I don't think anybody's going to want to crowd into a movie theater Right. right away. But ultimately, I think personally, the, the economy will go on. I think that um, uh, when they do open it, as long as we still maintain what we've been doing all at Walmart, Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. shit, I mean, I think we'll be okay, you know? Yeah. Everybody washes their hands and everybody's just be fine. I think the economy will grow on and everybody will gain some sort of immunity to this, this stuff.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And I, kind of the way I'm seeing it is, you know, the whole. Uh, vaccination with like the measles and you know chicken pox and shit we get that as a kid you know we get those vax vaccines and i think just this is just gonna be added to the list you know and um you know i'm sure back then they were kind of dealing with the same shit you know we need a vaccination for this measles bullshit um yeah it's just kind of the same thing dude and um but ultimately a vaccine is the end result
1: right exactly you know um, That's what's going to solve this
0: whole deal. Yeah, I guess just until then to strap in and uh, make yourself comfortable, you know. And it's it's like I said, it's the little things that kind of get you through. Um, uh,
1: yeah, like I say, I'm watching old baseball games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. And, old baseball games.
0: I'm happy I had the time to like kind of do the podcast and stuff. And um, yeah, you know, kind of get back to the shit that you were neglecting. Um, you know, like my house has never been cleaner, you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, and that's what you got to do. But yeah, no, it's, it's, I've been kind of, uh, avoid avoiding watching those press conferences. You know, they're, they're kind of the same thing. Um, I don't think nothing new, significantly new has been, uh, been arising, but you know, it's still good to keep up on it. You don't have to sit there and listen, listen to the whole thing, but, um, yeah, I would say just keep up with it, you know, just understand what's going on. Um, this is, uh, somewhat poetic so we want to kind of pay a little bit more attention to it um oh, exactly yeah so that's what i've been doing uh let's see
1: well uh, have, you, have you been keeping up on SpaceX at all
0: i was going to talk to you about that now you've been really interested in um in kind of the in the space exploration industry and that's that's pretty cool um i don't know too much about it to be honest with you it does sound sound really interesting um let's see why don't you go ahead and uh, kind of discuss on, on what the, uh, what SpaceX is. I know it, it has a lot well, to do with uh, Elon Musk and all that. So why don't you go ahead and... Um...
1: Like I said, Elon Musk, he started off doing... Uh, he was, I believe, a co-founder of PayPal.
0: PayPal, right.
1: And he went on to um, building... He wanted to build electric cars. And he, he founded Tesla. Tesla right. Cars and then now SpaceX is he wanted to spend he wanted to spend some money and send a greenhouse to Mars right and he basically just wanted pictures of this greenhouse on Mars and he went to the providing the the people who could provide a proper rocket to do that and it was pretty much the Russians at the time he uh uh, he he said they wanted way too much money to send his rocket to Mars. So he decided to build his own. Right. And through trials and tribulations, he ultimately built a rocket that was an orbital class rocket. And as soon as it got to orbit, he stopped building it. He then built, uh, he started to manufacture, well, I guess he, he started to design and manufacture the Falcon 9 rocket. Now the Falcon 9 rocket is an amazing piece of machinery in the fact that it is an orbital class booster that can launch a second stage and payload up into space and then and then the booster can come back down and land itself.
0: It's fucking insane. Saving
1: bunch of a bunch of money. Up to this time they have flown up to four boosters in a row, like it's the same booster four times in a row, and landed it, okay? So at that point, they go through, and they'll look through it, and make sure it's all functional, and they will refill it, they will stick second stage on it, and the payload, and then they will launch it again to space. It's, it's very cost efficient. This
0: all started in 2010, wasn't it, around there?
1: Well, somewhere in there, I believe. You know, mm-hmm. 2008, I think, was their first landing of a booster. I could be wrong on that. I think that was testing
0: when right. they landed a booster. Okay, that's right. Um, yeah.
1: Now, um, the uh, the next plan for SpaceX is to spend a bunch of time developing a rocket that can be rapidly reusable, like an aeroplane. Uh-huh and send rockets to Mars. Now, this thing will be a fully reusable rocket. The booster will loft the starship, is what they're calling it, the the ship that will carry 100 people at a time into orbit. And then uh, the booster will come back down to Earth, land on its launch clamps, where it launched from with the starship, it will land there. A crane will attach a cargo variant that is full of fuel. It will it will attach it to the, the super heavy booster. It will launch again. It will then rendezvous in space. The 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 cargo variant uh-huh. will rendezvous with the first starship that was launched in space then do something that has not been done yet and has not been proven to be done at all yet. Um, they're talking about rendezvousing the cargo variant with the Starship, docking it, and having it refuel the Starship. The cargo variant will then undock and go back to Earth, land back at its, at its landing zone. Mm-hmm. And then the Starship will have enough fuel to launch itself to Mars. Wow! Yes, yeah, it, it, it's absolutely amazing. They are they are developing the rocket right now. It's uh, the amount of uh, the the sheer pace of what they are developing is is that they are destroying a, a, a prototype every two weeks, trying to to get this thing to work properly. Right. And the last, um, the last uh, destruct- destructive test they had was not because the uh, prototype, the fuel tank section that they're using, they're calling SN three, serial number three. There, the, the uh, it was a it was a faulty test configuration, mm-hmm. and not a structural failure in the prototype so they are rapidly building what they call sn4 or serial number four and uh they i believe will be testing that within a week and a half
0: now when so, this see, started nasa was was kind of skeptical right i mean this was kind of something in their in their backyard wasn't it
1: well see nasa is uh funded by congress right and the united states government so the thing about with NASA is they've got small budgets they have to deal with in, and uh, so they have to plan things out far in, uh, in the future to make sure they can meet their their deadlines in, within their small budgets. And even then, um, if Congress changes too much and people have differing opinions, mm-hmm. then it will it, sometimes they get canceled. Right. So the thing about SpaceX now is the fact that they got they got uh, paid from NASA to deliver cargo to the International Space Station on what they were calling crew, Cargo Dragon 1 or Dragon 1. Oh, okay. And they've been delivering uh, cargo to the International Space Station over the last eight years. They ultimately got a contract for the crew missions to the International Space Station, and they got given a whole bunch of money to develop their uh, capsule, which is a capsule and a, a uh, trunk module that houses all of the life support um, external cargo that does not need to be pressurized. And it uh, it ultimately is uh, it's slated to uh, launch actual uh Americans from American soil in about May 22nd uh is what they're projecting this this is extremely fluid at this point but uh they uh in, in the month of May they a, they are projecting that uh, SpaceX will send humans into space and to the international space station and it's going to be amazing
0: Yeah that's fucking awesome dude Where's uh where's where's Elon Musk's car right now
1: you know, it, it's probably I I'm not entirely sure. It's been a couple of years, so
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: got it's got kind of an elongated orbit. Yeah. So it's one of those where uh it was launched and would have I think rendezvous with, with uh Mars, but not ultimately had any rockets to slow it down to orbit Mars, obviously.
0: Guy's yeah. fucking brilliant. He's gonna send his car in space, dude. That's, exactly, that's dude. Fucking awesome, yeah, it's nuts. That's some pretty interesting stuff um let's see uh that's that's kind of one thing I was kind of intrigued by didn't NASA eventually uh kind of praise Elon Musk on this?
1: yes uh ultimately um uh, Boeing ultimately got a contract as well as SpaceX to do commercial transport for uh for um Putting people on the International Space Station, Go and uh, unfortunately, their variant had a quite a uh, bunch of problems oh, on yeah. its first test, That's and was not here. was not able to uh, even make it to the International Space Station. So, like I say, uh, SpaceX is looking like they're going to be uh, they'll be the only game in town for at least a year. If not a year and a half. Yeah. As far as delivering Americans into space.
0: Right. No, either way, it's some pretty interesting stuff. Um, no, I've been I've been trying to keep up with it myself. Um But let's see. Uh yeah, I'd like to have you on some uh more frequently on the kind of some updates and um kinda of let us know what's going on with that. Um I, I think it makes for a for awesome discussion. I think um I think you, you know quite a bit on that. Um yeah, the way it's it's fucking interesting. I mean, once I sure. caught wind that some guy's sending his fucking car up in space, I'm like, hell yeah, this is something to pay attention to, man.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, you know, um, SpaceX is uh, well, Elon Musk is he's trying to revolutionize many many things on this planet, so oh, that yeah. they're just way more efficient, way cheaper to make, and ultimately better. And that's the key word, better.
0: He definitely knows something we don't, man. It's uh, it's definitely some guy to really pay attention to. Fucking, oh, man. If fucking I could pioneer, meet him, dude.
1: I, if I could meet him, it would be amazing. You know, there would be so many questions. Oh, that, yeah. That I could ask him that I could just talk to him for hours. I mean, <laughs> uh, you got questions today, don't you? I mean, as far as uh, you run the red, random questions on your show.
0: Yeah, dude. Um Let's see. Uh, the question jar. Kind of just some yeah. questions and uh, just some random ideas I've been having. I threw them in this jar and just... Uh...
1: Well, I got a bonus for you today. We should read a random question. Okay. And then I, and then I have a question for you. Okay.
0: After. All right? That sounds good. Well, this uh, segment we have is the question jar. I'm just going oh, yeah. to uh, randomly pull out one of these, one of these questions here. And uh, we'll see what we got. So, episode number seven's question... what do we got what do you credit the biggest success in your life to and how about your largest failures you know i was thinking about that um i wrote that down and i was thinking uh if i can credit you know anything about my life i think it'd be um i think the fact that i'm still alive dude you know Fucking the yeah, well, yeah. fact that you know, like especially like, going down like the the music road, man, and um, how much fun we had and all the partying and whatnot, dude, and um, the fumes that you take home with you, you know, as far as like the 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 stress and like the depression of like you know what comes with a band and whatnot, um, you know, the fact that you're the fact that you're still alive and you're still uh, you didn't really succumb to the the bad parts of it. Um, to me, I give that a lot of um, a lot of credit, and you know, I, I'm pretty pretty excited to, I guess, kind of tell my kids what I've when I do have kids, um, kind of what I've been through. Um, um, as far as my biggest failures, um, I think when it comes down to it, you know, for me, when I when I think about my biggest failures, um, I would hope to say that I didn't know any better, you know. Um, and if it's something I failed at, so I think I would like to say that it's, it's because I didn't know what my potential was or um, anything like that, you know, so.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Uh, let's um. see. Uh, but yeah, who's ever listening, you guys want to uh, kind of give your comment. Uh, let's see, whatever, whatever network or whatever uh, site we're on, we're on YouTube, Facebook, um, SoundCloud. Uh, yeah, go ahead and leave a comment, you know. What do you credit the biggest success in your life to, and how about your largest failures?
1: Yeah. I'll tell you what mine were. Yeah. Mine happened to be when we were playing in a band, and I feel like my biggest successes were because, like when we were playing the three-piece, it comes to the point where all three pieces are striving for the same thing, the same idea, the same notion, and my, you know, it's, I've never felt greater than the time that we achieved greatness together.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a, it's a brotherhood. My you biggest
1: know? failures when I got a big, a big head about it, when we, you know, when an individual gets a big head about, uh, you know, about what they've got versus the others. That's right. when my biggest failures happen.
0: And it's so common, you know, it's, it's one of those things that kind of comes with the territory and, um, but you could either like let it eat you up, or you can learn from it. Um, yeah. But you know, sometimes you don't know any better, and um, you just kind of you got to have to kind of like learn as you go. Um, so yeah, no, that's that's a that's a great way to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly.
1: All right, I got a question for you. Yeah. If you had a time machine, what would you go back and change?
0: Oh man, I tell you what. Um, damn good question out. I don't think anybody's ever asked me that. Um, I'd like to say that I wouldn't want to change anything about um my music road that I took. Um, When it comes to the music stuff, I'd want to go back to I guess some areas and I guess give it more effort. Um, and I, I think a big part of that is going back to even like when I was learning to play play guitar and bass guitar and stuff and i think if there is a way to go back and like kind of kick myself in the ass more and tell myself no you were supposed to do three hours of practicing uh not 30 minutes or you know things like that i know that you know um so i think if i can go back to one certain time probably when i was maybe like 18 or something um And I would tell myself that, you know what, you're doing great, but you're not doing good enough. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you have, you got two and a half hours more practice, you know, don't stop. You know, so I think that'd be my destination right there. All right. How about you?
1: Oh, I do some other stuff. I, I, I would change a few things about my life personally, but I tell you what. Uh two two motherfuckers that would still be on this planet would have to be John Bonham, the drummer oh, yeah. from Led Zeppelin, and Chris Farley.
0: Man, I was just watching uh the making of Tommy Boy. Even that just, just that it was like a half hour documentary and that was fucking hilarious. Yeah.
1: Just, right. just
0: the making of it was fucking that hilarious. That came across
1: my feed and I haven't watched it yet. So yeah, that, that recommendation says that's what I'm doing after this. You know, John yeah.
0: John Bonham, yeah. I mean, like,
1: uh, I well, don't... He's my favorite drummer. Ultimately, I'm a little biased towards my favorite drummer. It could be, you know, Kurt Cobain. It could be Jimi Hendrix. Right. Van, or, you know, uh, Jim Morrison. It could be Jim Morrison or, uh, you know, I'm saying. Yeah. I'm a little biased because he's my favorite drummer and Chris Farley is my favorite, favorite actor of all time.
0: I tell you what, like, one, one big thing I'm really... Uh, drawn to as far as um, uh, like musicians and, and bands is their history and their legacy and you know, shit that they've done, um, what they've been through. Um, I don't know, man. I think Led Zeppelin tops it, dude. I mean, how what they've been through, what they did, fucking uh, the fact that they didn't go back and continue on after right. John Bonham. Um,
1: I, I, that, that sends a very bold statement,
0: yeah, to the
1: world. You
0: know? Oh, absolutely. Um, but no, yeah, that's that's a that's a good uh, good couple of role models right there. I mean, uh, as far as their their um, um, influence on art and shit like that, you know, and I'd I would say John Bonham and Chris Farley are definitely uh, definitely big guys to uh, give that credit to.
1: And, you know, ultimately, I'm not going to lie. I would definitely go to uh, the Middle Ages. Yeah. And I would introduce those people to pasteurization. Whoa.
0: That's fucking <laughs> I mean, you can cool. Imagine,
1: you can jumpstart civilization a couple of hundred years in a row. Yeah. Like early, early, a couple hundred. Years early, if you Shit. fucking introduce the Middle Ages to pasteurization,
0: kind of like, okay, you guys are coming with me. <laughs> I'm gonna drop yeah. you off somewhere.
1: <laughs> we're gonna do this
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I could see that kind of like a Bill and Ted's kind of deal. Or yeah, something. yeah, that'd be so hilarious. You're like kicking ass, and you're when it, I would say like right before they're about to go, you know, about to pass away. Be like, okay, so you did this here. Uh, we're gonna go back a little ways uh we're gonna have, have you restart
1: <laughs> oh
0: man no that's that's a cool way to look at it. i might i might see uh do some meditating on that would be kind of cool i can say I,
1: <laughs> I i love thinking about if i had a time machine it's one of my favorite things to think about
0: yeah now would you always go back in time let's let's say in your lifetime uh would you go back and would you keep the same knowledge would you uh would you want to be influenced that way or would you just kind of want to start over
1: uh, no, if I had a time machine, I'm not going to be, uh, I'm not going to be, uh, I'm not going to beat around the bush. Yeah. <laughs> if I had my knowledge, I would go back to about 1969. Yeah. And I'd fucking write rock music with my knowledge. <laughs> oh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no. I would totally fuck up everything, but it would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs>
0: Sure, yeah. have a good time doing it. That's for sure. I've always. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I don't know what it is about Woodstock, but the whole idea and just like seeing the footage and, you know, the whole story of how it started, I can't get my mind off that sometimes. Like the whole fucking Woodstock story. I'm so. Fa- I agree.
1: I I'm agree. so fascinated
0: with it. I agree. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, there's a lot of events I'm fascinated with, a lot of the 70s stuff. A lot of
1: the 70s stuff for me, too. Yeah. Um, If I had a time machine, I would go back and watch a Saturn V rocket launch. Yeah, that'd be badass. Ultimately, the guys that go into the moon, they said that you could be miles away from that rocket, and when it launched, it would rattle you to your core. Shit. There was nothing you could do to you just just to feel the amount of pressure and the the pure power of it.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, it'll be pretty badass. Um, yeah, no, I know. You've always been kind of a history buff yourself, haven't right? you? Yeah.
1: Yes, I, in my later life. Uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't really pay attention much in, in uh, earlier parts of school, which I really wish I had because oh, um, uh, the history that I, I learned, I really wish I had paid more attention to.
0: I think my history interest really started with music, like started with the... Um, with the shit coming out of the 60s, and once I started having an appreciation for, you know, like, classic rock music and stuff, then I started thinking about the origin, and all that shit coming out of the 60s, dude, like, fucking... Wouldn't that be so badass to, like, actually be able to sit down and just watch fucking the first time Tony Iommi and fucking Ozzy Osbourne met for the first time? Just sit there and fucking watch. exactly,
1: exactly. To be... uh... Like interject myself into like as a sound man and be like sit in as sound man for the first lead Zeppelin jam. <laughs> like it's man. exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly.
0: Yeah, that'd be fucking intense.
1: <laughs> it would be so fucking <laughs> stupid. I would love it so much. You know what? Oh man. If the time machine was available, it's only a matter of time before you would get your experience. And there'd be some other asshole trying to do the same thing. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, like, shit. I know you're from a
0: different time, asshole. You better <laughs> piss <them> off. <laughs> I've been seeing you around here a lot, bud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what's your angle here? <laughs> yeah, what's
1: your angle? <laughs>
0: That's good. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, I'd say we're coming up here to about an hour here, man. I had a good time talking with you.
1: Oh, it's been a great time, brother. I, I you know, it's a good thing. uh it's a good thing we did this. Yeah, it's, man, uh, like it was needed.
0: Like I said, I, I, w- I want to have you on more frequently and kind of keep us updated with the uh, SpaceX stuff.
1: Like um, I can say, uh, you know, it's a good thing because uh, with the quarantine, I've been losing my mind. I only hang out with a two-year-old. <laughs> So it's one of those where you know yeah. my mind's kind of going to mush sometimes unless you talk to actual adults. Yeah, you know. definitely. <laughs>
0: man, I wonder what it's gonna be like to be back at the bar and talking your old, all your old bar buddies and be like,
1: fuck. "Oh, it's fuck." Oh, man, it's gonna be nuts. I I can't wait. <laughs> I'm just glad I went to the bar here uh, when I moved over here to Spokane. I'm glad I went to the bar right before oh yeah before this coronavirus stuff yeah. started. So. I actually did go to the bar and have a couple of beers with some normal people. Man, it's so you weird
0: know. seeing them like board up all the bars in town, dude. Have you been it's, seeing that in Spokane?
1: Uh, You know, I, I've not been really downtown, but because I've been sheltering, you know, I go to the, right. the Walmart once a week. So,
0: yeah, I hear he, sure I
1: got my groceries, but
0: yeah, I hear in Wenatchee, man, like seeing Wally's and, and like Joe's Lock Cabin, man, seeing um seeing that shit all boarded up.
1: They're boarded up? That's crazy. Fucking, I didn't
0: know that. Fucking surreal, dude. Like yeah, fucking times that would be in. weird. But yeah, like I said, I want to have Mike on more frequently. Um, fuck me, I'm thinking once a week. Kind of go over some SpaceX stuff and um, kind of just touch base on what's going on. So,
1: I would absolutely love it.
0: Alright, well thanks you guys for tuning in. Um, Inside Delirium is on YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, and Anchor.fm. Uh gonna have a couple new episodes here in a few days um check out our facebook facebook page uh like i said i want to keep having uh mike hendricks on i want to try and get detested corn on um let's see mike i was thinking about having justin Shea on at one point maybe do like a maybe do like a three-person phone call or something
1: that would be absolutely cool
0: that'd be awesome
1: we could uh, do some play with fire stories and uh Yeah, talk about some of our trials and tribulations.
0: Hell yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah. All right, well, you guys stay safe, stay healthy. Thanks again, Mike. I really appreciate you being here, dude.
1: Absolutely love being here, brother. You be safe now.
0: All right. All right, we're going to see you guys in the next installment. This is uh, episode number seven with Mike Hendricks. We'll uh, see you guys later on.
1: Yeah, peace.